Blog Talk Radio.
The person you're trying to reach is not available. Please leave a message after the beep. trying to reach is not available. Please leave a message after this.
All right. Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. I'll be your host tonight. My name is Chris Herzog, and I believe we'll have Brother Paul on a little bit later. Just want to let you know if you need to call in, the call in number is 619-638-8458. The web address is www.prayerinternational.org. And you can always email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. Well, we want to open up an order of prayer tonight and get into the Word. Of course, our chat room is open, and feel free to call in whenever you can. We're taking prayer requests on the website, in the chat room, through the email. Just feel free to send those in, too, and we'll continue to pray over those. And again, we just want to thank everybody for listening. You know, I know uh, we took some time off and just recently came back on this last month and just appreciate everybody for uh, coming back around and just taking some time to give us an ear and to pray with us. You know, that's what we're really trying to do here is build an online community of prayer and intercession so that we can call the nations to attention. And, you know, however we can do that via radio, video, Internet, our local church, our local body, whatever type of outreach, you know, we just want to be a light and a witness here at Prayer International as well as just, you know, in our personal lives with our families. And so we just encourage you to do the same. All right, well, Father God, we just give you praise. Lord, we just thank you, Father, for what you're doing tonight. And, Lord, we just ask your blessings on the show. Lord, we just ask, Lord God, that you would be glorified. Father, we ask, Lord God, that your name would be high and lifted up, Lord. You told us, Lord, to hallow your name. So, Father, we set you apart, Lord. We consecrate you. We lift you up above every other name and just declare you are worthy. You are holy tonight, Father. Lord, we just ask that you would cultivate in us hearts of worship, hearts of obedience. And, Father, for every man, every woman, every person listening tonight, Father, touch them by the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, work in them the character of Christ, Lord, as we study your word, Father, transform our minds, renew us by the power of your Spirit, renew us in our thinking. We just give you praise, Father. We just give you glory. We just give you honor. We thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, I was talking to Brother Paul the other day, and we were talking about the phone number, the 619-638-8458 number. And so I posted up in the chat room. You know, there's an easy way to remember it. And uh, if you want to use scripture, 619, just think of Matthew 619, and just listen to this, if you will. This is going to be the King James Version. But Matthew 619 says this. It's actually uh, pretty good. You know, it's kind of funny when Paul was sharing this with me. Uh, It says, uh, 619, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth, where moth and rust do corrupt where thieves break through and steal. 
I'm going to continue. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust corrupt, where thieves do not break or steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So Matthew 6, 19. Lay not for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do corrupt, where thieves break and steal. So Christ is putting an emphasis I'm sorry, treasures on earth, not to lay up treasures on the earth, but to lay up treasures in heaven. Praise God. All right, so 619, then 638. So think of Luke 638. just want to share this a little bit just to uh, kind of encourage you. Then we're going to get into the Word. Just kind of wait and see who's going to call in tonight, see what's going on. All right. Well, all right, so anyways, yeah, so we're getting into Luke 6.38, and again, we're going to go King James. It says, give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom, with the same measure that you meet. It shall be measured to you again. So, all right, so Luke 6:38, and then Psalm 84, 5 and 8. So, 8, 4, 5, 8, that's part of the number 2. So, Psalm 84, and this is the way he remembers this, and I thought it was pretty good. So, I'm just sharing uh, what my brother was telling me the other day, how he remembers the phone number. So he says Psalm eighty four, five and eight. Or we'll even go five through eight. He says, Blessed is the man whose strength is in me, and in thee would be the Lord, whose heart are the ways of them. Who passing through the valley of Baca, make it a well, the rain also fills the pools, they go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appears before God, O Lord of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God to Jacob, Selah. So that's it. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man whose strength is in the Lord. And if your strength is in the Lord tonight, you're a blessed man. You're a blessed woman. So we encourage you. Put your strength in God. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get into the, the show tonight. Had some worship, and we're going to get into a little bit of teaching. Uh, for those of you that are listening, I know a lot of people listen uh, archive. Our showtime is kind of run the same as a lot of other shows, and uh, so here we go. But you know, I wanted to get into. You know, I think it's appropriate. We're going to read Proverbs twenty-seven, and just to correspond with the day of the month, and I don't always do this. In fact, this is probably the first time I've done this in a while. But Proverbs 27, let's just get into it. And again, today's actually January 27th, and so if you're doing any type of topical Bible study or systematic study, this might follow along with that. And if not, hey, just listen along, read along, pray along. That's one thing we're going to start doing, too. We're going to begin to pray the Scriptures as we go through them, 
we're going to pray through them. And, uh, you know, that's what we're about here at Prayer International. And I'm just praising God because for some uh, glorious reason, my computer's been up tonight. And honestly, the first time in a week we've been able to get it to, to stay on longer than like 10 minutes. And it did, actually it shut down a couple times uh, when I first booted it up. And right now it's been running for about 15 minutes or so. So we're just praising God. All right, so it says this. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for you know not what a day may bring forth. It's very similar. This is Old Testament, but very similar to what Jesus talked about. You know, don't fret. Don't worry about tomorrow. You know, let tomorrow worry about itself. So, you know, a lot of times the majority of what Christ spoke, he quoted the, the Old Testament. So realize that. Let another man praise you. Let not your own mouth, let a stranger not your own lips. Listen, let the people around you that see the fruit of God in your life boast about you. Don't boast for yourself. Don't, you know, try to run around and talk about how spiritual you are or this and that. But, you know, if you're spiritual, people will acknowledge it. People will see Christ in you and people will, I won't say necessarily promote you, but, you know, you judge a tree by its fruit. And the Bible says, give glory to where glory is dealing with. Of course, we give first and foremost, first fruit glory to God. But when we recognize a man or woman of God, it's good to honor them. It's good to share or testify or boast, not necessarily in the person, but in the, the labor and the fruit that Christ is producing through the person. So just remember that. Don't boast in yourself. Let another man praise you. Don't praise yourself. All right, a stone is heavy and the sand weighty, but the fool's wrath is heavier than them both. It's just saying, look, the, the things that a fool does is a very weighty, heavy thing sometimes. You know, have you ever stood in sand and as the waves roll over it, it turns into mud? And as you sink down into it and the waves kind of pull back and you're stuck in that mud, you know, you kind of get stuck there for a minute, but it, it slows down progress. All right? And the stone is heavy. And heavy is a burden. Heavy is weighty. Heavy weighs you down. All right? And it's talking about the fool and the fruit that comes out of a fool's life will weigh you down and slow down progress. And so, glory to God. All right, verse 4, and then we'll just continue on. I really don't want to do this the whole night, but you know, sometimes you just have to teach. Sometimes we're just going to, and we're going to pray some of this. Let's just say this, Father, let us not boast of ourselves. Let us not boast of tomorrow. Let us trust you with today. Let us trust you with the fruit of our lives. Let us not praise ourselves, but let us just trust that as we lift up Jesus, Father, you will you will give honor where honor is due. Lord, we just thank you, Father God, that you would help us to not have to endure fool's wrath and the heaviness and the weightiness of it. 
Because your yoke is easy, Father, and your burden is light. We just give you praise in Jesus' name. So what I'm doing there, I'm praying the scripture. I'm taking the word of God and I'm turning it into prayer, praying it over the broadcast, praying it over the people listening, praying it over myself. What is that? What that is, when we begin to declare and pray the word of God, we begin to stand and kneel on the promises of God. When you begin to remind God of his word, he responds to it a lot quicker than your word many times. Now, if your word and his word are one, and your heart towards the situation is in line or seeking alignment with the heart of the Father, and God answers those prayers. Listen, when prayers are prayed in line with the will and the purposes of God, God answers those prayers immediately, or at least, you know, in his time frame, how he sees fit to bless you or reward you or heal you or increase you, whatever it is. Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous, but who is able to stand before envy? An open rebuke is better than secret love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. It's like Judas kissing Jesus and then handing him over. But God says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. You know, sometimes your friends can say things or do things in your life to wound you, but you know if they're really meaning well, if they're really speaking well, if you really know their hearts, you know there's still a faithfulness in it. But you know, there's a lot of people out there that'll, you know, shake your hand or in some cultures kiss you and then in the next breath stab you in the back or, you know, talk to the other side of their mouth or whatever the case is. God says, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Verse 7, the full soul loatheth a honeycomb, but to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. So when you're hungry, when you're starving, do you know why a lot of people chase false religion? Do you know why a lot of people chase false gods, little g, O-D-S, little g? Why they have idols, why they... Do not serve the king of kings. The reason they don't is because they're starved spiritually. And when you're starved, even bitter things are sweet. You can eat things that are not healthy for you, not good for you. But if you're starving, it, does, it doesn't matter. You'll eat whatever. I mean, there's people that have to eat out of trash cans because they, you know, they're stuck in a situation. And sometimes that food may not even be healthy. But they're starving. They don't care. It may not even be good. It may be bitter. It may be unhealthy for them. But when you're hungry, you know, just like if you've ever seen stray dogs running through the alley, you throw out some rotten food or something, they just come gulp it right up. You know, but see, that's how the world is. That's how the system of the world is. Think what it says here in verse 7. To the hungry soul, 
Every bitter thing is sweet. Verse 8, a bird that wandered from her nest, there was a man that wandered from his place. That pretty much speaks for itself. Get in your place. Get in your place. Get in your place. That's all I have to say about that. Find the place that God is calling you to. And get there. All right, praise God. Um, I don't know what's going on. Okay, so anyways, I just lost my screen. Oh, no. Okay, so hopefully we're still going. Anyways, Prayer International Radio, my name is Chris Herzog, and if you're tuning in, if you check out the chat room, sorry, I uh, lost my switchboard here. It's about 10.30, a few minutes after 10.30, and uh, we are just sharing, we're going through the Proverbs, right now we're in verse, I guess, 10, we'll, we'll go in verse 10. Uh, actually, we'll back up. Uh, starting with verse nine. All right, so verse nine again. Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart. So does the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. All right, so God says when a man has friends and there's counsel. See, when somebody's ever taken in a fault, we who are spiritual are to restore such one in meekness. God said, and I said this the other night. In unity, Psalm 133, God likens it to the anointing oil that was poured over the beard of Aaron and all the way down to his feet, to his sandals, all the way down his skirt, down his beard, all the way down to the feet. It was a powerful anointing. And that's how God likens our unity with one another. And here again, ointment and perfume rejoice the heart, so does the sweetness of a man's friend, a hearty counsel. An own friend and thy father's friend forsake not. Neither go to the brother's house in the day of calamity, for better it is a neighbor that is nearer than a brother far off. Saying, look, know who your friends are. Sometimes family won't even help you. But your your brothers and sisters in the Lord will. Just know who's among you. Ask God to show you the quality people, the character people that you're supposed to walk with. Verse 11, be wise and make your heart glad that I may answer him that reproaches me. A prudent man perceives an evil and hides himself but the simple pass on and are punished. A prudent man perceives the evil and hides himself but the simple pass on and are punished. What does that mean? We talked about the other day. The wise man sees, he knows, he knows when the evil's coming. He hides himself. Where does he hide himself? In the shadow of God's wings in the presence of the Lord. See the foolish pass on. They don't they don't recognize the schemes of the enemy. See, God says, Be not ignorant, brother. Recognize the enemy's schemes. Hide in the shadow of the wings. Climb up in the watchtower and know when your enemy's coming. That's what he's talking about. The wise man foresees the evil coming down the road, and he prepares. So we need to prepare. We need to be watching. 
We need to be praying. We need to be looking. We can get this thing going again. All right. So let's continue. You have to forgive me. Uh, we're having some technical difficulties tonight, so I'm just trying to work with it. All right, so if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. Call in and listen to the show, and we'll try to patch you in whenever we can. And also, we've got the chat room open. chat room is uh, opened up to anybody that will, and we've got the uh, prayer request line open. If you want to send in your prayer request via email, it's prayerinternational.gmail.com. Or you can check us out at www.prayerinternational.org. Alright, so we're in the Proverbs, chapter 27. And right now we're going to talk about 13. Verse 13 Take his garment that is surety for a stranger, and take a pledge for him for a strange woman. He that blesseth his friend with a loud voice rises up early in the morning and shall be counted a cursed man. What's that saying? Don't be so loud in the morning. Don't be offensive in the morning. Realize not everybody wakes up in a good mood. Probably the best thing to do first thing in the morning is go seek the Lord and pray that people that wake up grouchy or or in a bad mood, that they start waking up a little earlier and seeking the Lord. The way they get in the peace of God and the presence of God before they start their day. It can make a difference. It really can. A continual dropping in a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. What does that mean? Well, just figure that out. If you're listening to a continual rainstorm, an annoying rainstorm, you liken that to a contentious woman. Verse 16, whoever hideth her hideth the wind, and the ointment of his right hand, which betrayeth itself. Iron sharpens iron, so is one man sharpens the countenance of another. Praise God. See, we're here to sharpen each other. We're here to help sand off all the rough spots and knock off all the rough edges. We're here to help encourage each other and learn and glean from each other. You know, that's what it's all about. What it's all about. You know, and life is hard with people. Sometimes, you know, there's abrasive situations that we go through, but God uses those things to form our character. See, iron sharpens iron. Well, how do they forge iron? They beat it. They sharpen it. With other pieces of iron. All right, we're trying to come up here. See if we can get this thing going. All right. So anyways, so yeah. So iron sharpens iron. So does one man sharpen another. Or the countenance of his friend, it says. Now, if you want to stay sharp, get around sharp people. If you want to stay wise, get around wise people. Listen, the Bible says 
Bad company corrupts good morals, but if you get around wise people, you'll become wise. So find where the wisdom, find where the intelligence, the people that have fortitude, the people that have character, people that have integrity, and get around those type of people. And find out the ones maybe they lack in some areas. Maybe you're called to help them come up in those areas. So don't be so quick to judge. And, of course, there's some people that are just fools, and they don't want to change. And sometimes you got to just, you know, let the Lord, you know, take care of that. So, you know, this is the deal. God's at work. We just praise God. He's knocking off our rough edges. He's sharpening us. He's working on us. We just thank the Lord. All right, praise God. Look, we're going to go into a time of worship first. Briefly, I'm going to find out what's going on. Looks like we got a caller. All right, hallelujah. <laughs>
All right, praise God. Well, if you're just sitting in, we're just picking back up with Proverbs 27. And we're going to go ahead and kick in with verse 18. Whoso keepeth the fig tree shall eat the fruit thereof. And he that waiteth on his master shall be honored. All right, we're just going to leave that one alone and keep on moving. As in water, faith answers. As in water, faith answers to faith. Sorry about that. We had uh, a little feedback there. So faith answers to faith. So the heart of man to man. Hell and destruction are never full. So the eyes of man are never satisfied. What's this saying? It's saying this. The the lust of the eyes. You know, man overall, people in general, their flesh is never fulfilled, never satisfied. It's a continual, ongoing, more and more and more. It's like a, a habit where you just build a certain tolerance where after a while, what used to work for you doesn't work anymore. So, you know, and the, and the Bible talks about that right here. You know, that's how hell and destruction are. So verse 21, as the refining pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so is a man to his praise. So he should bray a fool in a mortar among wheat with a pestle. In other words, grind them up. Yet he will not his foolishness depart from him. In other words, look. Even if he grind up this, uh, a fool, the mortar and pestle, he'll still be a fool. In other words, all the way down to the core, a fool is a fool. <laughs> and that's why the Bible tells us to be wise. You know, being a fool for Christ is a lot different than being a fool for the world. You know, the Bible says, the, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. And that's what the fool says. There's a way that seems right to a man but the end of its death. And that's the foolish way. But there's a way of wisdom, a narrow way. God says it's, it's easier for a rich man to get through the eye of a needle. And you may be talking about material wealth in that sense. See, many people out in the world think they're rich, but God says they're poor. Many people think they're full and have it all together, but God says they're empty. Many think they are clothed in the finest things that God says they're, they're naked and cold. What am I saying? See, the wisdom of the world is foolishness to God. But the foolishness, the foolishness that the world looks down and, and despises and scoffs at, God says, look, my, my wisdom May look so foolish to the world, I'll use foolish things to confound the wise. And when I do something wise, it may look so foolish that even the fools are scratching their heads because they can't figure me out. And that's the thing. God's ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. He thinks on a totally different level than we do. And that's why his ways are perfect. His word is clear. The Bible says giving insight to life. His word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. 
Why is that? Because his word gives us insight. His word illuminates. His word leads and guides. His word lights up the darkness. And wherever there's confusion, and wherever there's some gray areas or some black, not not understandable areas in your life, where things just don't make sense, begin to hear the word of the Lord. Begin to get into the word of the Lord and allow the word of God to lead you and feed you, to guide you. Just allow it. So the Lord's at work. So let's continue. Be diligent to know the state of your flocks and look well to your herds. Listen, there's one for pastors. Pastors, depending on what's going on, you know, just try your best to keep up with the people that you're shepherding. You know, I myself, I need to be better about calling my friends and Christian family and friends. You know, sometimes we get busy. Sometimes life just gets busy. But, you know, we still need to try to make some time. So, um, you know, you guys pray for me about that, and I'll pray for you about that. Whoever's listening tonight, uh, wherever you're at in that situation, just, you know, there's grace. Praise God. So let's continue. So for riches are not forever. And doth the crown endure to every generation? The hay appeareth, and the tender grass shows itself. And the herbs of the mountains are gathered. The lambs are for thy clothing. I'll say about the wool. And the goats are for the prize of the field. And thou shalt have goats milk enough for thy food, for the food of thy household, and for the maintenance for thy maidens. What is what is the Lord saying here? If you trust the Lord, if you trust the Lord, you're going to have more than enough. Know the state of your flocks. Look well to, to the herds. Learn how to tend the things that the Lord gives you so that it nourishes and supplies. And it will take care of you. It's a spiritual principle. You know, if you don't mow the grass, it gets out of hand. It doesn't look right. If you don't take care of the car, it gets out of hand. It's just a principle. All right, praise God. Well, we're coming up to about the halfway in the show, uh, you know, we're coming up about five minutes to eleven, so we're gonna close out in prayer for this house and just see where we're going. We're gonna go into a little more worship, then we're gonna do some more teaching. Just wanted to take us through that Proverbs, you know, is twenty seven Proverbs twenty seven. We don't always do that, but within the course of the year, we'll we'll go through the whole book of Proverbs. I can tell you that before the year's over, I'm sure we're gonna get through the whole book. And uh, so I'll try. I may every couple of nights just pull up a chapter and we'll we'll go through it before the year's over. I uh, praise the Lord. Well, like I said, call in, send in your prayer requests. Some people are just listening in on the phone. Some are calling in for prayer, and we'll continue to lift up the Lord 
and uh, see who comes into the chat room throughout the night. Praise God. It's good to know, hey, if there's two or more gathered, he's in our midst. So, Father, right now, we just ask your blessing. Father, we ask, Lord God. Touch your people. Reveal yourself. Let them encounter you. Let them know you. Holy Spirit, let your presence just fill their hearts. Let your love just fill their hearts. Let the character of God well up on the inside of them, Lord. We need your character, Father. We need to walk in your ways. We need to know your ways. We need to know your ways. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. We give you all the praise and the glory and the honor, Lord. All the praise and the glory and the honor, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, we just declare tonight that you are a healer. Psalm 103. I'm going to just share this this word. We're going to just continue to, to kind of go through before we put the song on tonight. Usually 11 o'clock, a lot of times we break and uh, start seeking the nations. But I just want to share a song with you guys tonight, or just a portion, not the whole thing. But just a, a portion enough to, to put some truth down in your spirit. Down in your spirit. Psalm 103. And we'll go one through five. All right, here we go. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth not all thine iniquities. Who healeth all thy diseases. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. That your youth is renewed like the eagle. Alright, listen to this. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Think about that. Everything that you got. Everything that you got. All that is within me. Are you giving God everything? Are you giving God all that is within you? Are you blessing him with everything within you? What's in you? What's within you? You know, Jesus said the devil, the enemy, has nothing in me. Does the enemy have a place in you? And if he does, do you recognize it? Are you keen to the fact? And if if that's the case, the Bible says, look, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. But the key is submitting, obeying, taking heed to the word of the Lord. And as you do that, and as you begin to build a foundation, you build up your shield of faith, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As you begin to 
wrap yourself and clothe yourself in the armor of God, the belt of truth. See, when you know truth, you can be free. When you walk in truth, you were told to speak the truth in love. See, it's not that we put on this little imaginary suit every day and say we've got the armor of God on. But it's putting on Christ. It's putting on the character of Christ. Clothing ourselves with heavenly garments. Notice every piece of the armor is a character piece or a discipline piece. And what I mean by that, let's, let's go through that for a minute. I'm going to shift gears briefly. And then we're going to get into some worship. I don't know where we're going with this. We're just going to go with it. So it says this. It says, take up the shield of faith to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. So we've got a shield of faith. Now, what's faith? Well, first of all, it says without faith, it's impossible to please God. And if you come to God, first of all, you have to believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. If you're diligently seeking God, if you're seeking first the kingdom, there's going to be a reward to it. See, God doesn't lie. If he says he's going to reward you, he's going to reward you. The deal is, when you come to God, you have to believe. People say, well, what do you believe? Believe that he is. Well, who is he? Well, who is he in your life? Who do you say that he is? Who do you say Jesus is? Who is Jesus to you? Who is God the Father to you? Is he your Father? Do you acknowledge him as such? Who is the Holy Spirit in your life? Do you even know the Holy Spirit? And do we obey and follow the Holy Spirit? These are things we need to check ourselves. Check ourselves before we wreck ourselves, so to speak. So faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That means as you develop a relationship with God, he begins to speak to your heart. As you meditate night and day on the word and you begin to let the word fill your soul, something happens. Faith is built up. Faith, you begin to trust and rely and adhere to you and and confidence is birthed in your heart towards God. That's what we're talking about. So this shield of faith, it's not just a shield. What does it do? It quenches the fiery darts. It quenches the darts and the lies and the deception, the deceits of the enemy, the the things that he throws at us, the the lies and the thoughts and all the different carnality, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. That's what the Bible says he uses against us. You see, as we begin to know who we are, and we have our identity in the Lord. And his lies are defeated. We have faith in his word. Belt of truth. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. We talked about that. But that girds up your waist, the the innermost part, the place where your soul and your your spirit is, your gut. You know, you where you know and you're knowing. And it's good to, to have an undefiled conscience, a clean spirit before the Lord. And we walk in truth. Next thing, we've got shoes of the gospels of peace, 
shoes of the gospel of peace. And I'll get to the breastplate of righteousness. Wait, I haven't skipped it. But the shoes of the gospel of peace. Listen, God is about your wants. If you're barefoot, you can stumble, you can step on things, you can it can ruin your walk, detour your path, cause problems where you can't continue to go forward. It's important to wear shoes or some type of protective footgear on your feet as a soldier or as a knight if you're wearing armor. But shoes are the boots of peace. See, God leads us in his peace. He leads us in a straight path besides still waters. And if we're in peace, then we can hear the Lord. That's why he says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I'm God. We can just learn to wait on him and be still. He'll begin to lead us in his peace. If you've got anxiety about something, you just don't feel good about it. You better keep praying until you either break through that burden or God makes things very clear as to why you feel the way you do. Sometimes God leads us by those inner feelings. We call them gut feelings. We know in our knower, our conscience, It's our inner man. It's our spirit. Well, we have to be spirit-led. Be led by the heart and not always the mind. Because the mind can deceive us. In our own thought process, in our own attitudes, in our own feelings about things can deceive us. So it's important that we get them centered and grounded in the word of the living God. So we talked about the breastplate of righteousness yet? No. That's what we're getting to. And I know I went in a different order than it's listed in Ephesians. But you know, sometimes you just got to explain things the way you explain them. So breastplate of righteousness. What is this? It protects the heart. The Bible says, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life. What's your heart? Your spirit. Your soul, that, that your that inner part of you that connects with God. And as you guard your heart, as you guard your spirit, as you guard that inner part of you that connects with God, and you're careful what gets into your heart. Because out of the heart flows the issues of life. And from the overflow of the heart, the mouth will speak. So guard your heart. Be careful what gets in there because it will come out of your mouth. It's important to get full of the spirit. Let the spirit fill and control your heart. Fill and control your spirit. Fill and control your attitudes and your attitudes towards certain things. Be spirit-led. Be Bible-based in your thinking. Just get a Christ consciousness. And I know when I say that, people like to say that's new age or adopted in me. No, I'm not saying like that. I'm not saying it like that. But be conscious. Be aware of who Christ is. Be conscious and be aware of what Christ wants of you in given situations and how would Jesus handle something and are we allowing the spirit of Christ to come in in whatever situation we're going in or going into whatever place or home or office or workspace we're going into wherever public meeting or gathering or store or market that we go to are we being sensitive to the voice of God? Are we being sensitive to the Spirit of God? Do we even know how to? Are we being trained up properly in the things of God? 
brought to a place of maturity? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. You judge a tree by its fruit. But are you doing the work of Christ? Are you speaking what the Father wants you to speak? Are you saying, are you praying what you're supposed to pray? What does that sound like? I don't know. It sounds like whatever expression from your heart you can give to God wholeheartedly with a pure heart, with no motive, just loving God, worshiping God, expressing yourself to God, whatever that means to you. And it may look different than the other person. Or it may look just like the other person. Because that's how you learn. But just worship God. And learn to express yourself freely with God. Breastplate of righteousness. Well. All right. Praise God. Looks like we've got some people in the chat room. Uh, you know, looks like a lot of people are busy. So praise God. Uh, I'm probably going to clear the screen in the chat room, so when that happens, don't be alarmed. Um, see what we can figure out here. All right. Well, so we'll be back in there. So when the screen clears, don't be alarmed. All right. All right. Praise God. Well, you know, we're talking about the breastplate of righteousness. And it's Christ's righteousness. Christ's righteousness. He is our righteousness. Just like he is our peace. But we want to stay righteous and upright before God. We want to be in right standing, and the way we do that is by the blood of Jesus, by confession and keeping our hearts pure. And then we've got the helmet of salvation. Now, what do I mean by that? Listen, you know, we go through life beating our heads against the wall many times, beating ourselves up over this and that, allowing shame and guilt and condemnation to come over us. But see, Christ is our salvation. We have a helmet of salvation. We can put that helmet of salvation on, and it guards us, it protects us, and it keeps us. So, you know, we're talking about the armor of God just being more than just something we put on every day in some imaginary way. So we got our armor on, but it's walking in the character, walking in the fruit of the Lord. Also, discipline. We talked about some of our character and the fruit. Okay? Faith, righteousness, peace, joy, salvation, truth. Okay? Now we're going to talk about the discipline. Praying always in the Spirit. The prayer and supplication. If you think about what it says, it talks about the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Well, how are you going to practically use your sword if you don't practice how to use the sword. Well, how do you practice? Meditate day and night on the Word of God so it gets in your heart. So you hide His Word in your heart so you don't sin against it. So as you meditate day and night, 
and the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart are pleasing and acceptable in the sight. And you can have a clear conscience to hear God leading you, speaking to you, leading you by peace, speaking to you through his truth of his word. To begin to soak up his word. Begin to allow his righteousness and his salvation to cover you because of the blood of Christ and walk in his peace. Pray always in the spirit, prayer and supplication, making intercession for the saints. Listen. Take on the sword of the spirit. Get in the word. Chew it. Devour it. Meditate on it. Mull it over. Until it's so full of your heart that whenever you open your mouth, the words of the living God pour out, pour forth. You can nourish and bring life. Not only yourself and motivate and encourage yourself, but those around you, wherever they are, whoever they are. God is calling us to make disciples, calling us to go and speak to the nations. He's calling us to become influencers wherever we're at. See, we're called to be leaders. We're called to feed and lead no matter where we're at. If you're a Christian, you're called to make disciples. All right, praise God. Well, look, we're going to go into a short time of worship, and then we'll get into the rest of it tonight. Hallelujah.
they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. And they shall run and not be weary. They show up not faith and they shall Mount up with wings as eagles, and they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And they shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not fade, and they shall
Praise God, we're back. We just wanted to take a little time to worship and praise the Lord. You know, sometimes we just got to keep cutting into the worship because, you know, that's really what we're here for is to create an atmosphere for the presence of God. Create a place in your home or your office or wherever you're at where God can come in by His Spirit and bring you in a place of peace Take away your fears, anxieties. Take away your cares, your worries. You know, maybe give you some direction or some comfort. Maybe you need some motivation or some building up. So that's what we're trying to do here. And so let's continue. You know, we were talking about the armor of God. I'm going to just read the scripture. You know, I paraphrased and went through the pieces of the armor earlier. I'm just going to read a few verses. You can just kind of get the scripture down in your heart. You know, faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God, we talked about that art, that shield of faith. To quench all the fiery darts. So listen, it's the Christian's armor. It's actually found in Ephesians chapter 6. And it's going to be verse 10 through 20. So 10 verses real quick. I've already broken them down. So I'm going to read through it. And uh, we're, we're just going to pray and, and wrap it up. Says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So see, we're, we're charged to be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. See, it's not your might. It's not by your might. But it's by his power. It's by the Spirit. It's by the Spirit of God. It's not your might. It's not your power. But it's his. It's his. Put on the whole armor of God. That means you can't get out of the house. You can't walk around without it. You can't walk around with partial character, partial this and that. Listen, the whole armor. But you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. See, the devil's got wiles. I didn't break this part down, so I'm kind of breaking it down real quick. The devil's got wiles. Wiles. What's that? Schemes, tricks. He's got tricks up his sleeves. He's got ways. He's got strategies. He knows how to deter you, distract you, derail you, discourage you, disappoint you, depress you. But listen, this is how you stand against the put on the whole armor. You don't wrestle against flesh and blood, verse twelve, but against principalities, powers, rulers. Of the darkness, rulers of the darkness, principalities, and powers. This is what you wrestle against, not flesh and blood. You wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places. Verse 13, therefore take unto you the whole. Now, this is the second time he says it. Put on the whole armor of God. Now he says, take unto you. 
take unto you the whole armor of God. Now, what's the difference between taking it unto you and then putting it on? So you have to understand, you have to apprehend it first. You have to get it. You have to take it first before you can suit up. And when you suit up, you're able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. That's how you withstand. That's how you stand against. By being strong in the Lord and the power of his might. This is it right here. Having your loins girt about with truth. Breastplate of righteousness. Feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Safety. Taking the shield of faith, wherewith to able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto. See, we have to watch. We have to look. We talked about that earlier. And supplication for all the saints. So you have to have perseverance in prayer. You have to have supplication. And for me, he says, pray for me that the utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly and make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. We'll stop there. So let's just pray this scripture, and then we're going to go out tonight. I just want to pray this scripture, and then we're going to go out with some worship again. I just feel I'm impressed. I just want to say thank you, uh, Fiona, for that. Thank you. Um, you know, praise God. I don't know if you, you heard uh, from Paul or, or Sean, but they shared a little bit about what was going on with, with my situation, too. So just keep praying. Um, praise God. God bless you. Well, listen, um, we're talking about the armor of God. I want to just pray through the scripture. Let's just pray it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that we would all, every man, every woman listening, all of us here at Prayer International, we would be strong in the Lord and the power of your mind, Father. Help us to put on and take on and take unto you the whole armor of God that we could stand against the walls of the devil and withstand him in the evil day, having done all the stand. Father, we just declare we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but principalities and forces of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. So, Father, we declare, Lord, we're going to stand and have our loins girt with truth. Lord, clothe us in your truth. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. Lord, clothe us in your righteousness. Help us with our walk, Father, in the direction of God with our feet, with the gospel of peace. We take the shield of faith, Father, to quench the fiery darts of the wicked, and we thank you, Lord. Father, tonight we just declare we have the helmet of salvation. We no longer beat ourselves up, beat our heads against the wall, but we declare Christ is our salvation. Christ is our righteousness. We declare we can defeat the enemy with the sword of the Spirit, which is your word, Father, the word of God. We declare we will pray always. Help everyone tonight. Pray always with prayer, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Teach them how to pray in their understanding and pray in the Spirit. 
teach them how to watch and know when their enemy is coming, Lord, and give them prayer and intercession for the saints and let them speak your word boldly. Father, we just thank you for your word tonight. We just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. We're going to go into about a 10-minute uh, worship time. We're going to check the phone lines, kind of see what's going on. And uh, we've got a few callers already in there, so I'm going to check the calling queue. And uh, just again, I want to say thank you, Kiana, and those of you that have been in and out of the uh, chat room tonight, those of you that have been on the phones listening, those of you that are listening by archive. Listen, just want to say this before we break for song. Look, we're opening up things here at Prayer International. Uh, you can get on our website, www.prayerinternational.org. We've got a PayPal spot on there. Um, also, uh, we'll be putting up an address in the next few days uh, where you can send in uh, donations or seeds. We're trying to get our computer situation up to par, and uh, we've shared a little bit about that. So if you feel impressed with the Lord, feel free um, as he leads you. And not, We're not asking to give out a compulsion or, or you know, guilt, but just that the Holy Spirit prompts you. You know, of course, we're going to work that out where you get uh, itemized. Uh, receipts for your giving And uh, obviously it'll be for this next year um, But we just praise God Alright, so uh, Glory to God We're going to go in uh, For all of you that are thirsty We're going to go into a song So you know, get thirsty Get hungry And all who are thirsty And all who are weak Come to the fountain And if you are
All right. Well, praise God. We're back. Just want to close out the show tonight. Want to just say a prayer of everybody and just thank everybody for their listening support, their prayers, their concerns, their comments, just allowing us to be a part of your spiritual family and an extension of the body of Christ in your life. So once again, my name is Chris Herzog. I, I may be back tomorrow night. If not, uh, Paul or Sean or maybe the two of them or a few people will be on tomorrow night. Uh, we'll just see how things go. Just want to let you know, keep praying for us, and we will always keep praying for those of you that are listening in. I want to thank Brother Marvin, uh, Sister Deborah for listening in by phone, those of you that have called in tonight. We had a few people calling in on and off and some different guests, Sister Kiana couple people that got into the chat room tonight. Hey, God bless you. We're praying for you. We wish you the best in this new year. And we're just thankful that you would just tune in and listen in. Hey, we're going to try to get into some more teachings and just get into the Word of God. And we'll just keep praying for you. So keep praying for us. Hey, we're going to close out in a song tonight. And again, God bless you. And may the peace of God shine on you. May the grace of God carry you through. And just remember, it's not by mind, it's not by power, but it's by the Spirit of the Lord. So just trust Jesus.
Thank you. 